Hi there, and welcome to Ethereum Towers Transmission, the podcast broadcast directly from Ethereum Worlds, where we share the latest information and updates on our journey to the metaverse. My name is Adam, and today I've got two very special guests, fresh from VCon, two of our three founders, CEO Jason and Chief Operational Officer Shane. Woo! Welcome both. Hey, Adam, great to be here, and thank you for having us, sir. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having us, Adam. It's going to be uh, it's going to be a fun time. It's great to have you here. Um, before we get into the details of your trip, for our new listeners, could you give a brief description of yourself and your experience of Ethereum Towers so far? Jason, do you want to go first? Absolutely. Yep. So, um, Jason, I'm the CEO of Ethereum Towers, one of the original founders way back from September 14th of 2021. Wow. Uh, prior to Ethereum Worlds, I have about 20 plus years of experience in back-end software development. So I, I did that most of my professional career before uh, uh, helping to find a found uh, Ethereum Towers. Brilliant. And, yeah. Yeah. So I, I've always been good at community building and, and loved what I saw being built here in the NFT space and, and really wanted to be a part of it and to help create and build. Fantastic. And Shane, how did you get involved? Yeah, uh, I guess a little background on myself. Um, prior to Ethereum Towers, uh, I had about 11, 11 and a half years of just like your traditional corporate business to business software sales um, before finding Ethereum Towers, which, which kind of brings me to sort of how I got into it. Um, I think I've told this story about a thousand times by now, but uh, effectively, I showed up uh, day one, I think day one or day two of uh, Ethereum Towers missed out on sort of the original mint, and then uh, you know, way back when the Discord itself was just uh, the wild, wild west. It had about twelve different text channels, and it it, it was nothing special. And uh, I think I hounded Jason for probably three or four days until he finally was like, "Okay, Shane, we get it, we get it." You know, I, I built a faux or a fake uh, Discord to show him what I could I could potentially do for him, and. Uh, I, I got brought in and then sort of my role has, has slowly but surely evolved and in, into what it is today. So you're an OG that uh, hounded the CEO until you got what you wanted. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he was persistent. <laughs> Excellent. That's what I like to see. Persistence pays off. Um, so you both went to VCon this week. I'm very jealous because I did have a ticket, but I didn't get to go because I'm in the UK. Firstly, it looked incredible. How did you both find it? Uh, so for me, it, it was it was really interesting. Uh, so you know, Gary V has a, a very big reputation in the space, and it's it's the world's biggest NFT event up to date, I think. Uh, so uh, for me, it was my first major NFT conference. I found it to be very interesting, a learning experience. I saw a lot of passion and dedication from the people uh, at, at VCon and in the overall NFT space, and that the future is is very bright for the space. Fantastic. And, and what about you, Shane? Uh, so this is kind of my my third, I guess, um, NFT conference that I've been to. Um, the The first one that I went to is NFT LA, and I will give Gary V and the VCon team, you know, huge credit. It was, for the most part, fairly well organized. Like everything was on time. Uh, the speakers were absolutely amazing. Um, some very very good speakers that. You know, you go into it uh, thinking, you know what, maybe there's one or two keynote speakers that I'm after. But for the most part, there was there was tons of very good speakers. 
Um, the overall event itself was very well run. Uh, everything from like food being in the building to the food trucks to, you know, fun little side games that you could play. Um, and, and the overall venue itself was actually very well put together. So props to them. Um, and, and meeting a ton of friendly new faces uh, was was something incredible for myself. So, yeah, I, I thought it was it was a very good uh, NFT event. It sounds excellent. Uh, I um, got into NFTs because of Gary V. I'd, I'd seen him at a, a mega conference over here a couple of years back, and I just bought a V friend on a whim. So I, I really wanted to go, but I, I just couldn't find the time to go. So it, it sounds like a fantastic event. Um, so uh, what was the best thing about attending such a big festival relating to the crypto space? I know you've, you've, you've touched on a bit of that already, but you know, what, what was it that really stood out? So uh, attending an event like VCon is, is a, a reaffirmation of sorts that that some of the brightest minds are choosing to be here, right? They want to be here. They're building in this space. And I know it's an old cliche at this point, but it's true. And we are all so incredibly early. So those of us that are entering this space now are, are in a very good position to learn and, and help shape the future of this space. Um, so for me, that's one of the best things about the event is being around these people and seeing this. We are yeah. most definitely early. <laughs> oh, def definitely early. Um, and, and I guess to kind of build off uh, Jason's point, um, meeting some of those incredible individuals that are helping shape the space itself is obviously uh, something that I, I hold near and dear. Um, a, a lot of these people I've already had conversations with. So being able to, you know, see them live in person was sort of that that next big step for myself, and it, it was uh, it was fantastic. So almost putting a face to the PFP rather than a face to the name, now isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is very <laughs> much so. That that the removing of the uh, Web three wallet has uh, officially <laughs> been broken in in a lot of those cases through the looking glass. Um, so I, I saw on a lot of the footage because obviously. Gary V was promoting it in his Discord and you know on Twitter and things like that. I saw that there was a lot of PFP projects there, so World of Women, uh, Dead Fellas, Docs themselves, didn't they? Um, were there many other Metaverse projects there? Uh, as far as Metaverse projects, no, I, I didn't see a whole bunch. Um, you know, I did see some big uh, blue chip NFT projects such as World of Women, as you mentioned, uh, but I did not see many Metaverse related ones. Yeah, I, I don't think there was another metaverse project there. So uh, we definitely were were spouting the uh, Ethereum Towers name as much as we possibly could while we were there. Shout out to James and KT as well. Oh, brilliant. So there's, there, there might be a a small gap in the market as um, for next year's event, maybe. Who knows what the future has in store? That would be. Uh, it would be brilliant to to potentially be sort of that that metaverse project that's uh, set up at VCon. Yeah, mm -hmm. definitely. So it looked like a great chance to network, and you did say that earlier. But who did you meet? Did you meet Gary V or Snoop? Any big names? <laughs> uh, no, though. Though we saw Snoop and Gary V lots, you know, walking around the stadium. Uh, I, for one, didn't get a chance to meet with Gary one on one, though some of our team members did, and uh, he was continually surrounded by mobs of people from dusk till dawn wanting to show sure. introductions and meet them and ask questions. And, and, you know, one thing that really stood out about Gary V was his desire and ability 
to meet with everybody possible. I mean, he was he was standing through lines or hours and hours of, of lines and cues of people that wanted to meet with him and, and talk with him. So big props to him and kudos to him. Um, but uh, we did meet, uh, you know, a number of individuals who are interested in Ethereum towers, um, some some interesting and influential influential people ranging from NFT novices to some uh, some industry movers and shakers. So it was definitely a beneficial event. Um, you know, as my first major NFT event, I, I see lots that I already have planning in my head for next year. So looking forward to next year and, and, and making some more of those connections. I, f I feel like there was a bit of alpha there, Jason, and the movers and shakers, but you didn't, you didn't name anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Okay. Sure. Um, Shane, who did you uh, meet? Yeah, I think for the most part, uh, running into the World of Women team was was fantastic. Uh, hung around with sort of the Fame Lady squads uh, the very first night. Um, met uh, Eternal Royales, um, super nice team. Um, uh, and just like Jason said, like lineups for Gary V were like three hours long. So, uh, you know, oh, wow. there's much more that you can be doing at sort of the conference itself versus standing in line. Um, I, I guess like the other cool thing is like we kind of like stood next to people while we were in line uh, at the World of Women event. Oh, brilliant. Uh, Adler. Um, there, there was quite a few that were um, super interesting. Um, sometimes, though, like, I, for example, Beeple was like constantly being surrounded and, you know, um, people trying to get his attention and you don't want to be the one that interjects nonstop and you know, come across as a little disingenuous. So uh, I try to make those interactions as personable as, as possible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, when Brandon and I were at the uh, Blockdown Festival in Croatia, name dropping, um, we um, met with um, Crypto Chico. He was a, an influencer. I don't know whether you guys have heard of him, mm -hmm. um, but uh, it I, I felt slightly uncomfortable when I did speak to him because I thought I don't want to appear like I just want something from you. I want to actually have a, you know, if I want to, if, if we're going to have a conversation, I'd like to talk to you in a, a genuine way about something that's actually interesting to you, to both of us um, rather than just trying to either shill our project or try and get something from him. So I guess it's, it's a balancing act, isn't it? Between um, networking and getting someone's attention at any cost so it sounds like you guys had the right approach yeah you hit the nail on the head there adam uh you know it's sometimes the the, the situation calls for hey uh, my name is jason i'm from ethereum towers just wanted to meet you and introduce myself and and look forward to speaking with you at, at a different point in time yeah you hit the nail on the head yeah um thanks for that so um can so you've been to your, your a mega conference a mega event uh what are your top do's and don'ts for attending a mega event like this? Interesting. Uh, I'd say for my do's would be to do your conference research ahead of time, prior to you attending and hopping on the plane. And the reason for that is you kind of know the schedule. You know kind of what you, you know what main points of the conference you want to hit, what dates on, where it's located, uh, what speakers you want to see, and this will help make efficient use of your time. Um, on the flip side of that, uh, don't stay out too late on the first night. <laughs> um, no, um, it makes for speaking from wounds, experience, right? 
yeah. no, but seriously though, I would say, um, though it's important to have a routine and schedule, also leave yourself some flexibility. There were some speakers sure. who I, originally when I went through the itinerary, I wasn't sure if I wanted to see, but uh, when I had some gaps in my schedule, I made sure to attend some of those events and I was happy I did. Uh, so yep. yeah, so having a schedule, but allowing yourself some flexibility. So it sounds a little bit like, um, so I go to a lot of music festivals over here in the UK and uh, on the first day you get your lanyard and you try and pick who you want to see for definite. And then as you go through the weekend, you you sort of see little pockets of activity and follow those. So I guess it's 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 having, uh, having the, your dead certs that you want to see and then having the flexibility to find new, you know, interesting rabbit holes to go down, I guess. Um, Shane, what about you? So I've been doing conferences for, well, 11 and a half years now. used used to do them quite a bit in my, in my software job. So it, there's different sort of like tips and tricks. And it depends on what you, what sort of your role is, right? So if, if you're there to, you know, learn more, obviously knowing and understanding the schedule is definitely a big thing. The next big thing is sort of like the networking aspect. So uh, no one understand you probably will have some late nights um, because these conferences, a lot of the major connections that are made are actually made at like the satellite events that take place after sort of the conference happens. You know, everybody wants to get in sort of their learning sessions and then afterwards, everybody wants to unwind a little bit. So um, expect to have, you know, some late nights uh, throughout that entire conference, because the best way that you can meet people one on one and have sort of those genuine conversations generally take place outside of sort of the conference center itself you know it is going to be you know uh maybe at like a local one of the pubs or one of the parties or you know uh something that's fairly close to the venue itself but not actually sort of the conference sure that's a really good tip actually again referring back to blockdown i think brandon and i found the the networks that we made that were sort of unofficial uh, and not part of any of the presentations were actually potentially more valuable in the future. So I'll, I'll definitely take that point on board. Um, do you think you'll be going next year? And if you are, um, or do you think it could improve on anything? We will absolutely be attending next year and plan on having a much bigger footprint and presence as well. Um, for VCon, I, as Shane said earlier, they did a, a great job. Um, everything was on time, a lot of different options. Um, <clears throat> one area I would like to see some improvement is the process for uh, dedicating more time and structure to the various NFT projects, whether they're a PFP or metaverse or whatever the case may be, but just yep. providing the structure and the ability for for those projects to get together on, on a schedule to make those introductions, jam sessions, whatnot. Yeah, sure. uh, yeah, the conference was great. Yeah, I, I think uh, depending on where the conference is potentially scheduled, um, yeah, Ethereum Towers will, will definitely be back. Um, I, I'm hearing potential word that it may not be in US or Canada in really three. So um, who knows? Who knows? Once again, purely speculation at this point. Um, so uh, I'm not saying yes or no to any of that. But um, obviously, you know, Ethereum Tower will, we want to have a bigger footprint at this particular event. It is definitely one of the biggest 
NFT gatherings that there is. So being able to um, have either a booth set up or, you know, maybe one of those massive displays would be uh, super amazing to do. Um, but as, as, as I mentioned to, or as Jason mentioned, and this is one thing that I did notice at this event is oftentimes when I attend different sort of like tech conferences, there's generally one to two hours sort of like spaces where there is no speakers, where there is nothing. It's just sort of like a networking center, sort of like in the, the middle of the conference itself. And that gives you much more uh, ample time to get together and, and you're not trying to search down different people during satellite events. So that, sure. that's probably the number one takeaway that I had. <clears throat> And did you get any good freebies? Did you get any gift bags or anything like that? I'm, I'm always interested to find out what people got for free. Any takeaways? Uh, yeah. Oh, I walked away with some Dapper Dino stuff, but that was from attending their satellite event. So ah, okay, um, I, I love the Dapper Dinos. That's how I found Ethereum Towers. So it's, it's got good vibes for me. Yeah. Um, I got a um, with Chris and Rick, um, and I've been chatting with uh, Chris here. Um, just actually as of today. So. Oh, fantastic. So it, it sounds like you've had an absolutely brilliant time. I am still very, very jealous. Um, I know you're tired. Thanks for taking the time to talk to me. Uh, do you have anything else that you could share about Ethereum Towers? Any alpha for our listeners? Some alpha. Uh, well, mm. we continue to build. Uh, we have uh, uh, 40 plus vendors and, and contractors working on Ethereum Towers all hours of the day as we're, we're, we're a global brand. So um, there's lots being built, but uh, I can say uh, even yesterday, we had a very notable professional sports team that reached out to us. Um, and it would kind of raise some eyebrows if, if you folks heard which sports team this was, but um, it's great. So real world brands, are continuing we're, we're getting noticed by real world brands so ethereum towers is continuing to turn heads even in this bear market um, so so do know that uh we're working we got our heads down working got a big team working on it and uh we're always moving and shaking behind the scenes here so i'm uh, going to be completely honest this sports team is news to me so i'm going to have to uh tap you up after the uh after this call and find out who it's that is? One V friend, Series One. Oh, I think, no. <laughs> I think uh, the only other thing that I will say is uh, if you are attending uh, Metacon next week, hit up Brandon. Um, and I think Tom may also be going to this event. Um, they I'm might going have to. Something. Are you going to, Adam? It, there I might am. be something pretty cool and pretty special um, waiting for you at the booth that they're going to have set up. Yeah, does this relate to the the photograph that uh, yeah. Brandon shared earlier on? Oh, okay, very exciting. So that that's yeah, that will be good. Um, good one, Shane. Thank you. So, Jason, Shane, thanks again for your time. I appreciate that you guys are heads down, you know, recovering from VCon and also very busy building in the in the background for Ethereum Towers. Um, I hope we can definitely get you on future episodes. Uh, I think this is a good opportunity to share Alpha, and it's um, you know it's great for people to hear what you guys are working on and you know what what's moving forward for, for the metaverse. Um, for the listeners, join us next week where I'll be um, with Brandon, our CPO, and Tom, our collaborations manager in Dubai for Metacon, as uh, Shane's just um, 
revealed and um we'll be sharing a space with world of women so um we're hopefully going to get to um, meet those guys and it's through ethereal collective who uh, have helped us you know with a lot of events so far in the uk and in um Blockdown as well we met those guys over there so we can't wait for that um thanks for listening again jason chain thanks again and uh, i'll see you soon thank Bye -bye. you and looking forward to being on here again